You're listening to The Science of Superpowers with Tonya Dawn Reclar. Listen here, read the book, and dive into the experience. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Science of Superpowers. So glad you're joining us. I'm joined here with Debbie Esparza. Hi, Debbie. How are you? I'm well, thank you. I'm so glad you're here with us. We'll get to Debbie here in just a second, talking all about her superpowers as part of our feature. The Superpower Network celebrates courageous creativity with pride, honoring LGBTQIA plus contributions to how we see our world, how we see each other, how we express ourselves, how we live, and how we love. In every era, every culture, and every nation, individuals challenging the status quo for an opportunity to creatively self-express make it possible for all of us. Thank you for having the courage to share you with us and inviting us to look deeper within ourselves toward what's possible. We love you, love each other. Debbie, so glad you're joining us here. So delighted that you're part of this feature. We're gonna jump into our relationship, how you came to be here. But first we wanna ask you the pivotal question, what are your superpowers and how are you using them for good? Yeah, you, you know, I. I, I, the one I'm going to name, the, the superhero I'm going to name today, because, you know, we all have several, uh, you know, I think is uh, my ability to embrace love and connection um, and, and how that's really creating a lot of exciting things for, for me um, and, and, and my world right now. Um, so love is a superpower, you know, creating that space for, for people to grow into their own superpowers. You know, you you know that one. Um uh, that's that's kind of what I'm going to lean on. I think today, love, love as a superpower. Um, Beautiful, and that that's what we're talking about: making way for others, right? This, this this whole feature is really about what is it about this conversation of otherness or differentness or, or or that really gets us gets us kind of all angst and 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 what is it really look like to to envision a world that works for all of us, right? Because I think if we're honest, a lot of the ways of beingness haven't really ever worked for anybody, but but we sort of accepted them maybe. And 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 certainly um coming out of the LGBTQIA plus community, we see all kinds of stories about the ways in which these systems don't work for everybody. Um and I think we can relate to that, right? And so I'd love for you to share a little bit of your story. I know we we met at the YWCA here in, in Phoenix of the mission of, of eradicating racism and empowering women. And you're you're such a beautiful voice and active voice in in all kinds of communities just encouraging us to love, right? Encouraging us to tap into that superpower and remembering that that we are bigger, we are connected, and ultimately what we do to one, we do to all. Um, and so so talk with me a little bit about how did you just wake up and that 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 was your vision, you know, you from from infancy? Was was that a developmental journey for you? How did you come into this? Yeah, I think um Tonya, I, I, I think I've known it for a very long time. It's just um you know, there's a part, again, the part of the system and, and society that don't want you to embrace some of your superpowers and, and, and live as fully as you can. So much of my upbringing and, and my education and my early careers were very focused on doing what other people said success looked like. Um, and and in, in all of those journeys, I bumped my head against patriarchy and hierarchy and um, perfectionism and, and, you know, being, you know, having to assimilate, uh, code switch and do things that were not my full self. And they often 
always gave me angst and and un, uncomfortable feelings. What showed up for me when this when this role happened, uh, the CEO of YWCA Metro Phoenix, and I decided to apply for it. I wasn't looking for a job, but I know the YWCA from a couple of decades, um, having previously served on their board, understanding their mission. You know, I see the world through the lens of race and gender. If, if that's a superpower too, I mean, you know, the whole world is, you know, how does this impact women and people of color? Um, but this role helps me, allowed me, gave me permission, if, if I if I want to say that, to be who I am and show up as what I call a brown gay boomer uh, to lead this organization in this very tumultuous time where folks need folks to lead with authenticity and, and transparency and with love in, instead of fear. And so it just was the natural role for me right now. Um, I, I often am heard saying, I wish I had this role 20 years ago, which is when I first learned about the work of the YWCA, uh, because I may have not spent the, you know, the previous 20 years, you know, uh, doing things other people thought were a success. And, and now I, 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 my success is measured differently. Um, and so, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know if that answered your question, but I'm here on purpose. Literally, I'm here with intention um, and, and I'm here with joy and, and love, um, even though sometimes that's hard to hold. <laughs> yeah, the, the walk of the social impact professional, right, is no joke. Let, let's let people know where they can find out more about your work over at the Y and the beautiful uh, team that you've cultivated there and the wonderful things you're doing for our community. Where can we send them to find out more about the Y? Well, you can always go to our website, uh, www.ywcaaz.org, uh, or you can find us on all the social media platforms at YWCAAZ. Beautiful. Very honored to serve on the board there. Do we volunteer there? Our whole family does. And, and it's a remarkable, remarkable um, mission to be a part of, a great team over there. So so get involved, right? This is this is the time to, to think about where you want to funnel your creative energy into making an impact. I, I dare say that social impact is going to be the focus for all of us in the in the very, very near future. And and I don't I haven't met very many individuals who don't realize that there are some serious conversations happening about how we all gather, how we connect, how we share spaces. And, and those are pretty significant conversations and they will shape the world that, that we live into. And so, so getting involved now, becoming a social impact professional now allows your voice to be part of that, allows you to have those realizations 20 years earlier, right? Of like, wait, maybe I don't want to live this way. Maybe I don't want to contribute to things like this. Maybe I don't want to build my business this way. You know, the, we've had those realizations in our own work, our own walk. And it's layer upon layer upon layer, folks. Be gentle with yourselves. Really, these are developmental processes that we're under. And they're pretty deep, like at the nature of our existence, who we believe ourselves to be. Um, um, these aren't gentle, gentle matters that we're diving into. And so now more than ever, we need to make sure that we're that we're thinking about others who's slipping through the cracks. Right. Who, who, who doesn't have what we have? And Debbie, one of the things that I really honor about you and, and appreciate is your willingness to always speak about privilege and its multifacetedness, because it does have a lot of faces and it is present for all of us. All of us have some sort of privilege of something. Right. 
Um, if you know how to take a deep breath and find peace and calm within yourself, that is a privilege. Pass it on to others, right? Find your privilege, pass it on. Find your privilege, pass it on, because we all have privilege of something somewhere. And, and so, so Debbie, in your work, um, you, you're making some waves, doing some radical things, proving like walking that talk, right? Like, I love the fact that you don't keep it at the theoretical. You're really bold and radical saying, hey, we're going to try this. We're not going to make it about the money. And, 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 I, and I just really appreciate that about you. So talk just a little bit about what that's done for you, what kind of growth you've undergone, but then also the incredible benefits and rewards that are happening because of that sort of walk of faith of like, I think we can just vote on love and humanity. Yeah, thank you. Um, that that has been a journey, um, and and I do recognize uh, that I have and have had privilege, and I understand so clearly that it's my role to to share that privilege and use that leverage that privilege for good. Right. Um, one of my favorite uh, things I heard someone uh, say in a bio for me. I said, and uh, something about uh, and and Debbie the disruptor. I'm like, oh. I, you know, like I, didn't, that. <laughs> I didn't realize it was that obvious, but good. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. We all know, Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and just being willing to stand in that and, and be the one to, to stand and in that disruptive space um, and not shrink um, and not retreat. Um, because it's in that disruptive space that you create the new playing ground for what's going to be built next, that generative space. You can't get to the generative space unless you pick something down or, or make that clearing. And, you know, for those folks that built the system, that's not working for most people. They don't like it when we disrupt it and when we, you know, take it down to create something that's more equitable um, or, or more just um, or has more social impact. Um, uh, for for everyone, not just those that have. Um, it, it is uncomfortable for those folks, and and I, I do watch their faces sometimes when I'm when I say, "And how do you think that will impact women and people of color?" And they say, mm, "Good question. I, I I don't know." And I said, "We should explore that." Or when when I'm in a, in a conversation with folks that have power, right, and and resource coming up with new programs and ways to 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 solve you know problems in the community and they they come up with all these and then I say well have you actually asked the people that this impacts have you convened some folks that would be a part of this to see what they need what they want how they feel oh well no we haven't done that well let's do that Let's get to the ground truth. What, what, what's really going to work here? And listen to the voices that are so often not heard or the people that are unseen um, and, and really learn from that and, and see what we can do. And again, I guess that is to be the disruptor going like, let's find, let, yeah, again, I think you said one time, you know, I, I don't work from the theory. I work from the implementation, from the, uh, impact from the action, from the experience, um, and and really value that. Um, you know that my experience has served me better than my education many times. <laughs> um, but again, education was a privilege as well, so I don't take it for granted. But um, I think, uh, yeah, I'll stop there. 
love it. It's beautiful. And folks, folks, it's okay. It only hurts for a second, right? You can just lie there and take it. Um, I just had to get that one in. Anyway, it really only does hurt for a second as you watch your world crumble because ultimately at the end of the day that the discomfort is in realizing that you've been carrying your own dissonance. Like you've been carrying your own strife. You in, Intrinsically, we all know this isn't working. It's not even working for the sensitive aspects inside of each one of us. And all of us have it, right? We are selling ourselves out every time we do. That's what's so ridiculous about it all. When we, you and I talk a lot about the need for energetic sensitization, energetic communication, like understanding that we're dealing with nuances and things that are happening under the surface. And, and, and women and people of color have known this forever, right? I call it the prey filter, right? When you walk around with a prey filter on, you know a whole lot about a whole lot about yourself, about others, about the world, because you have to constantly translate the world. You have to constantly translate yourself into this middle space that you have to create that isn't you, it isn't the world, but it's this kind of middle space, right? Well, that variability has become incredibly valuable right now as we move into this evolution of humanity. That is the exact process that is necessary to build into spaces that we can't see yet. So women and people of color who have evolved through that identity are sitting in pretty powerful positions right now because we possess abilities that that far exceed those of individuals who never really had to analyze themselves or think about it or think about others. Right. That's a big yeah. problem. And 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 so that's where I see the beauty in the balance, right? It's kind of like, uh, you know, privilege is a it's it's kind of it's a thing, right? You can't you can't have it without accepting the fact that it's got this natural self-destruct pro- property to it. It has to, because it always seeks to protect itself, which means it is always defending against something else, which is something inside of us every time, because we can't be separate from ourselves. So it creates this whole real dissonance inside of us. And and it does create discomfort. Face it, folks. Like, like there's no way out of this. I love talking to people who are like, oh, oneness and everything else. Like, you're not getting there unless you look at race, unless you look at gender and your relationship to it, because it does matter. We do identify with it in our culture. If we didn't, it wouldn't be a big deal, but we do. So it is. And and so we have to look at anywhere that we think we are something and not something else and and see where we've compromised our humanity and get real in touch with that. And I actually think that's the fear, especially in the LGBTQIA plus community, because it's the one that scares us the most because it's the easiest one to target. And I think it's the one where we realize just how much of ourselves we have compromised. Yeah, yeah, let me um, let me share. uh, You just triggered a thought um in uh 2018 i had again the privilege uh to uh attend the gay games which it happens like the gay olympics um and there were 10,000 lgbtqia folks from all around the world competing in, in 60 different sports um i danced um i i competed in in dance sport um and i got to tell you tonya I was afraid for a bit. I was incredibly proud to be among, right? And and to be seen in this collective and felt. But I I also said, oh my, there are 10,000 of us proudly marching around, right? In one city, somebody could hate us enough to cause harm. And I was so upset that I had to think that. I didn't have to think that. I was so upset that I thought that. 
-hmm. because I was there wanting to be full of joy and pride and dancing. And for, you know, the first few moments, I'm like, somebody could kill me just because I'm here to dance with a woman. And that was very sad. But that's part of what I heard in you saying that, you know, there, there are these things that some people don't see that cause that fear. Um, and, and you can yield to the fear um, and not go to Paris <laughs> and dance. Or you could, you know, experience it and say, I'm still going to find the joy in this and, and be all that I am and come to do what I agreed to do. So, again... Silly example, but it's still it, it, it was it was a very poignant moment in my experience that and for my dance partner who is a, um, a cisgender um, uh, white woman, I, I'm brown um, and, and she's married to a man. Um, she didn't have that same fear. Her fear was different. Her fear was I'm surrounded by 10,000 LGBTQ folks and I'm the other right and and it wasn't me that was the other uh so again just kind of holding that in, in different different ways so beautiful thank you so much for sharing that story and and and, and the realness of it right and and I think you know, if our world wasn't so cruel then we wouldn't have an LGBTQI plus community because we would just be Right. If, if, if we would just be able to be present and, 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 and reimagine. And I really see this in the younger generations, this fluidity. Um, and it's not new. It's just our systems don't support it. Right. We we don't think that way because our programs train us to think um, in very constructed ways. And so it, it is evolving and it's a huge, huge unfair ask for anybody to stand up and be seen and, and to speak into this. Uh, and, and we know it. And it has to be done, right? And so so it's going to take those of us to say, you know what, whatever happens here happens. We're going to live beyond this, knowing ourselves is bigger than this. And we're going to do everything we can here while we're here. But ultimately, at the end of the day, we know who we are and we will not cheapen ourselves to participate in things that dehumanize anybody. Right. Even if it means the demise of our physical beingness, we won't do it. And that's that's a stance, right? And that that's that's a stance for humanity. But we have to be able to see ourselves beyond just ourselves, and that takes the the scope that you're talking about. Some identifying, starting with putting yourself in positions where you are the other. I, I lived my life that way. I wanted to be the only one everywhere because you get to see so much and, and be in so much, and you get to examine yourself and be like, whoa, that is not what I was taught, and that's not how it was shown to me, and that's cool. Like, we all have different realities, but you get to learn a lot, right? It starts there, and then it goes to, and, and then you show up in that, and you say, hey, 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 I have friends. Like, you, you run every comment through all of those people you learn to love. Mm -hmm. so I, if they found out that I was sitting here and heard that said, and I nodded my head in agreement, I, I'm not sure how I could live with myself. Yeah. And you hold that relationship and that love and that connection ahead of your comfort in social situations. Right. And sometimes that does lead to violence, right? It's not necessary. Right? There's a whole escalation of force we could talk about, but, but, but to at least say, I, I, I'm just not comfortable being a party to this. Right. And, and just, and just not, right. Not be complicit and complacent to think that would hurt the people 
that we care about it, but it has to start with us caring about people, which means we have to initially care about ourselves enough to figure out what that looks like. Right. Right. And, and earlier on, you mentioned uh, social impact professionals. And what I'm hearing you mention now is that we're just social impact humans, right? This doesn't have to be my job to create social impact. Like I, I'm again, privileged, like somebody pays me. Well, I have to raise all the money that to pay us. You but, pay yourself, but that's cool. Yeah, so, so somebody pays me to, to do this work um, with, with joy. Um, and, you know, many of our, of our, uh, of the folks that connect with the YWCA are folks that are advocating for what they care about. And, and that's still social impact, even if it's not your, your job, your professional, it's being a social impact human being, that, that humanity. And how, how are you, how are we, how am I contributing to the community that I'm, that I'm living in? you know, and, and making, again, space for all of us to be included and heard and seen and, and cared for, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think that's an important part, that care and that that compassion um, is, is really key. And that, again, that superpower of love and, and, and compassion. Yes, I love Well, that's a beautiful, beautiful note to end on, folks. Folks, you can start with thinking about where are you taking more than you're giving, right? And, and give back. Um, give first, right? And then extend that and just continue to see and stretch yourself to be, to, to, to see how many people you can connect into, right? How much light you can shine, make a game out of it. Just turn it around. When you're feeling kind of down and stuff, see where you can go contribute, go volunteer, go help out. I promise you it changes your outlook. It reconnects you into your humanity, into humanity as a whole. And it reminds you that there's a whole lot that matters out there, folks. And it is worth worth being lit up about. And so Debbie, thank you on behalf of all of us for your courage, for your creativity, for your disruption, um, for your willingness to, to, to just be you and to share that so openly with all of us. We know that, that it's been a walk and a forging um, and we don't take that lightly. And so we say thank you to you. Thank you. And I, I will say there's a little thing on, on my wall that says when, when the power of love overcomes the love of power, the world will know peace. Agreed. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you so much. Make sure you go participate with the Y, donate, volunteer, whatever you can do, YWCAAZ.org. Doing phenomenal work under there, under under Debbie's leadership. Um, And shout out to the teams over there and the board and everyone making all of that possible. You all are amazing. And we're excited to be back in there with you. Um, Get over to superpowerexperts.com and get that training you need to be effective in your social impact, right? It's super simple. Super easy, walk through the steps and then work with them, right? It's worth it to empower yourself, get some power going if you're going to be out in the world making change, right? Get get confident in yourself and that's easy to do. You have it within you, walk through those steps, super simple. Go to superpowerexperts.com, click on courses and you'll find the SEPA core training there to help you with that. We love you all. We're so appreciative of you um, and, we, and we love that you're supporting the network. Um, keep doing your social impact and making a way for others. Again, Debbie, thank you for joining us today. We appreciate you being here. As for all of you out there, thank you so much for listening and for all of your continued support of the network. Remember who you are. We love you. Love each other. Goodbye for now. Hello, everyone. I'm Tonya Don Reckla, Director of Superpower Experts. If you're ready to activate your superpowers and turn your lifetime journey into the journey of a lifetime, Go to superpowerexperts.com and get started today.
Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.